Good evening, everyone. This episode, we're going to talk about Wilbert Fordyce, who was a professor at the University of Washington and did some very interesting work on pain treatment, proposing approaches that were quite novel at the time, including using operant conditioning for pain relief. As you know, usually when I write an episode about someone, I like talking about their early life, but uh, unfortunately, I can't really find anything on Fordyce's early life, so I guess we'll have to skip that part. This man doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, which is a shame, and I may just try to fix that myself if I have time. The first tidbit I find about William Fordyce is when he receives his PhD in clinical psychology at the University of Washington, back in 1953. He then worked in the Seattle Veterans Affairs Hospital for several years before going back to the University of Washington at their Department of Rehabilitation Medicine. That was in 1959 as an assistant professor. There, he worked with a number of notable people, which we'll come back to later on. His big claim to fame, though, was developing approaches for dealing with chronic pain that were based in behavioral modification and operant conditioning. In case you're not familiar with the concept of operant conditioning, basically it's the modification of punishments and rewards used to modify behavior, most famously studied by the scientist B.F. Skinner in Animals. On this season so far, we've talked about using drugs, surgeries, and electricity for treating pain, but applying purely psychological research is new. Even though by this time it was clear pain had some psychological components, it was not until then that other psychological research was used in pain treatment more broadly, although a few pioneering folks had been applying such techniques in childbirth. By using operant conditioning, Fordyce hoped to reduce the perceived pain of patients, improve their everyday lives, and reduce the need for medication. His team would identify in patients their so-called pain behaviors, or behaviors that indicated that they were in pain, such as taking medication or groaning. They would also identify well behaviors, or activities that were seen as good and functional, like exercise or doing work. And then the results of these behaviors were modified with the help of patients' clinicians and even their spouses. To give a more concrete example regarding medications, before their experiment, most of their patients were given their pain medications when the patients asked for it. In this situation, the patient then usually gets medication and receives both physiological pain relief and also social attention, both of which are positive reinforcers of this behavior. To try and stop this feedback loop, Fordyce's team instead had the patients on a timed medication schedule regardless of their pain, which slowly reduced the dosage over time when possible. It seemed to work pretty well for reducing the need for drugs, because over seven weeks in most of his patients, their dosages would be down to almost nothing. Similar approaches worked for getting patients to tolerate more movement and exercise, and for doing work tasks, and these changes seemed to stick around even for months after the patients left the hospital. When followed up with, many patients reported feeling better, and the improvements in social and physical functioning they gained often remained. These approaches led the way for integrating more and more psychological research into the treatment of pain, and the refinement of such approaches was a major part of Fordyce's contribution for decades to come. Fordyce also appeared to be a pretty witty guy. Although he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, I found an entire article written as tribute to him filled with witty things that Fordyce said, some of which I think really helped demonstrate both his understanding of pain and also his personality a bit. For example, those with something better to do don't hurt so much, which I definitely agree with just based on personal experience. Distractions will make me forget all about being sore or having a headache. 
When describing how patients could focus too much on the symptoms or their pain for their own good, Fordyce said, quote, One violin plays, and that patient hears the whole string section. Or, alternatively, he would say, that patient listens to their body too much. I think we've all done this at some point, focusing too much on a symptom and turning what was really nothing into something. My personal favorite was when he was asked why health education seemed so ineffective. He stated that, quote, Education is to behavior change as spaghetti is to brick. Which feels incredibly random, but makes his point that education and behavior change are not necessarily related. Fordyce was described as a kind and patient person with both his patients and his colleagues. I wish I had more about his personal life and his personality, but I guess some witty quotes and a few nice words will have to do. Unfortunately, Wilbert Fordyce passed away in 2009, but on this show, we are not quite done with him. Although I skipped over it to talk about his most famous research, Fordyce is also well known for helping to found the International Association for the Study of Pain, or the IASP for short, along with his colleague, John Bonica, who is who we'll talk about next week. As always, thanks for listening. If you enjoy what you hear, please let me know with the links in the show notes. I got a lovely email from a retired doctor, which really made my weekend. If you don't enjoy it, use those same links to tell me why so I can get better. Thanks also to my editor, Jojo Tang, my cover artist, Angie Lee, and News Open for providing this outro music. Music